Today on the program... Look, I'd be sick not to want to sleep with you. It's Cobra. see your face coming from like <laughs> you've got prepping this, for it man you got white all over your face what, what do you use it is that is that whipped cream <laughs> no it's a it's just it's a facial cream it's part of my skincare oh, routine got a cappuccino <laughs> first day's woman i'm already having hot flashes <laughs> welcome to the rewatch party i'm your host nick that's right joining me as always are the scissors to my pizza los and brandon this is where the law stops and I start. Yeah. Cutting pizza with fucking household scissors. That's that's against the law. <laughs> against, you're an Italian man. Come on. That was a pretty weird little thing. Yeah. I, we'll and definitely was, get to that. I was like, he's going to... Frozen, too. Right out of the fridge. Yeah, just... I thought ugh. he was going to just chow down on some, like, pizza, like, middle of the pizza and uh, eggs. Just raw eggs. Oh, raw eggs. Yeah, I mean, he's not above doing that either. No. As we know, six of them. Oh. That first Rocky movie, one that never cuts. He fucking does it. Six eggs, glug. What is oh, that supposed that was, to do? It's huh? All protein. I mean, they never cut, so like you don't. There's no Hollywood magic at work. He literally cracks six entire eggs and chugs. It is a lot of protein, but is that what it's just quick protein intake? Yeah, but I, I, I saw somewhere like you, you don't absorb as much from a raw egg as you do cooked. Anyway, so you're actually cheating yourself of the benefits. But it shows and, how, how much of a badass he Yeah, is. right. Folks, El Manila. A beach of Manila. I beach of Manila for breakfast. Literally. Um, but today... And right now I'm very hungry. <laughs> you're, you're crossing movies there, buddy. <laughs> uh, today we're talking about Cobra from 1986. From keeping, we're keeping that age train rolling, man. We've just been sitting in the 80s for a while i think that has a lot to do with my collection but yeah i mean we've had 2020 movies we've so had literally yeah we've had literal new i'm movies. not it's not all 80s but this this run currently is um this is directed by george p costamos costamos who didn't do a whole lot he did uh this obviously and rambo first blood part two the year before yeah those rambo titles are they're just sloppy they're sloppier than Stallone's acting. It's terrible. We got First Blood, Rambo First Blood Part 2, then Rambo 3, then finally a movie just called Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> and then, what, a couple years ago, we had Rambo Last Blood. Last Blood. That's last, last Blood. Uh, yeah, but he left it open just, just in case he needs to milk that tea. <laughs> hey, I just want to just let you know you uh, can always make then, a video. Then we can do Rambo Last Blood Part 2. This is <laughs> just in about, uh, about raw eggs versus cooked eggs. Yeah. Coming from WebMD, uh, says that Don't they, do it. they give you cancer. They no, give you cancer? No, oh, Jesus. Uh, Immediately. <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah, it does have a lot of protein. Uh, however, a little more uh, you can get out of it if you cook it. So maybe we You're, didn't know that back then. This is the 80s. Uh, well, time. when he did that scene in Rocky, it was 76. So even even, so. even further back. Yeah. Science, science started in the mid-80s. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. At least health science. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. 
Big Sugar was keeping all the real truths. With all the health don't, food. Don't let him know about don't let him know about sugar. You want to take a bite of my apple? Or you don't like health food? <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of for a guy that cuts up pizza with scissors, he sure does give someone else a lot of shit about junk food. Yeah. yeah. Uh so also oh, sorry, back to the director George. So he did Rambo, we got on that tangent, but he also did Tombstone. So both of those other movies are future episodes. Tombstone is an excellent movie. Uh if you have not seen it. I highly I recommend watching it now and then again when we get to the tease. Tombstone's amazing. Uh, it's written by Paul. I've never seen it. You've never seen Tombstone? I've never seen it, but I, I imagine I would like it because I like all the, the the fancy facial hair. Oh yeah, you would love the fucking yeah. mustaches in that movie. You're like Val Kilmer Tombstone. Val Kilmer. Oh, his he's Doc Holliday. His character like makes that movie. But then we get dreamy ass blue eyed Kurt Russell as Wyatt Earp. Why I tell you, little old Jack Burton with yeah. the mustache looks great. Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, you bring those like shavers to point, me, and I tell them I don't give a when damn. When he rolls about into the, the town of Tombstone, and there, you know, it's I mean, it's just chaos. And and so he's like, well, I'm gonna fucking whip this place into shape, and he goes into like the local saloon slash gambling house, and Billy Bob Thornton is there just being an asshole, and he just starts, like, bitch-slapping him across the face. <laughs> and Billy Bob's standing there like, Whoa. and he's like, come on, fucking pull your gun, bitch, slap. Come on, bitch, slap. Well, at one point, he's like, are you going to skin that hog? Are you just going to stand there and bleed? And then he like, fucking cries and runs away. He's like, so what I fucking thought, bitch. And then he looks at the bartender's like, all right, so I'm going to be running security for this fucking thing. What do you think? Like, 15% sounds good? Cool. All right, thanks for the job. And walks out, and the guy's like, I guess. Okay. Uh, and that's like the entirety of the movie is just awesome fucking lines. So many good lines in that. That's literally like a mafia move. <laughs> right? Yeah, it that's is. Where, that's how the mafia takes all their inspiration. They're like, yeah, we just go in. It's a pretty nice place yeah. you got here. <laughs> hey, guys, did you see that Wyatt Earp move? Let's do that shit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Tombstone absolutely rules. So, now, this was written by Paula Gosling. No relation to Ryan. Not our Jack to the Tits guy. Okay. No relation to him. Uh, but she wrote this novel called Fair Game that this movie is based on. Okay. Uh, extremely loosely based on. Because then they did make a movie called Fair Game with William Baldwin and Cindy Crawford, which is a waste of film except for like the 10 seconds where you do get to see Cindy Crawford's tits. So if you ever wanted to see 90s inner prime supermodel Cindy Crawford topless, Fair Game. I'm sure you could YouTube it at this point. Like you don't have to watch it. see. We're on a mission. We got to find, we gotta find this. <laughs> we got to find I mean, the internet exists, so you can save yourself the two-hour terrible movie and just find that scene, I'm sure. Uh, but how that movie, the plot has literally absolutely nothing in common with this one. So how they're both based off of the same book, I don't, I don't know. I've never read it. I don't know how these two movies are both supposedly based off it. Mm. But also, Stallone was supposed to be Beverly Hills Cop. And of course, was doing his Stallone thing of uncredited rewrites, and it turned it from a comedy into such a over-the-top, jacked-up action movie that they fucking cut it and moved, went a different direction, and he took his ideas and turned it into this. So this was essentially his idea for Beverly Hills Cop that was somehow based on the same book as a William Baldwin, Cindy Crawford train action movie. I don't, it does okay. None of it makes any sense at all. <laughs> but then again, you tell yourself, well, it's... Stallone. But it's the 80s. It's the 80s and, and, Stallone, and Stallone. Stallone. And just probably a nice sprinkling of cocaine across everything <laughs> going on here. So she wrote the book, but who wrote the screenplay again? It was me. That's right. 
I did, I did credited and also uncredited. I like uncredited rewrites, but I uncredited rewrote my own credits. You know what I mean? You get a fighter, you plan on boring me. <laughs> <laughs> Your own word slide, Jesus. Uh, so when I put the DVD on, it didn't even have a menu. Or I mean, it has a menu, but it skips it. It goes straight into the movie it immediately. Give you the option. That, you don't even get the features. option. Like, what if I wanted to fucking set up subtitles or language or like what? What if I wanted to do something? No, just straight into the movie. There, it's like uh, they they just uh, someone's actually fucking watching Cobra. Fuck, quick, start it before they change your mind. <laughs> Shit, do it, do it. Um, so this was also a canon movie. Love canon, but it was it's WB. WWWB. Uh, but that Canon, ooh, love love me some Canon pictures. Just that 80s low-grade action yeah, yeah. bullshit. I, I do, love it. I do remember seeing that quite a lot as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Bloodsport was, was I think, the, the least that we've watched so far. That's the first one that comes to mind. But love me some fucking Canon foods. So we we open on, like, this Cobra emblem, right? I can, it's obviously etched into something, a Cobra emblem, and the camera starts panning back as we get sly narration. In America, there's a burglary every 11 seconds, an armed robbery every 65 seconds, violent crime every 25 seconds, murder every 24 minutes, and 250 rapes a day. Great. 250 rapes a day. Thanks, That's buddy. So that Cobra drawing we were seeing was the uh, the design and the handle of his pistol. That's right. Which he then fires at the screen because he wants to be James Bond. There it is. And we get the title card. Cobra. With this sweet-ass intro with all red, Dude. just a black silhouette right of a guy the, on a motorcycle. That's right. It's so badass. Evidently not Cobra. Not which I Cobra. Thought it was, I thought it was <laughs> yes, going to be would, him. You would assume, because we got it his voice, pretty, his gun, the title card, you would think it's him. It looks pretty badass. Yeah, and it looks cool as fuck, so only the hero can look that fucking cool, but no. I was, was hoping to hear rewrite? some really cool like <laughs> rock and roll tune like while this is like happening. You would think, like, give me some fucking... Like a nice beat. Some like, Steppenwolf. Like, Born to be Wild. You gotta have Kenny Loggins. Oh, this probably didn't have enough of a budget. <laughs> Twelve million. I we, think it we, was. we didn't have Kenny Loggins' money. Oh, we didn't have Kenny Loggins and Stallone both <laughs> money. One or the other. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got the guy on the motorcycle, but it's cut with these like weird sewer axe gang. Like yeah. they're hanging out with the Ninja Turtles down there, but they just all <laughs> clinking axes together like they're in a fucking Pink Floyd the Wall video. <laughs> It's so fucking and weird. the whole movie is cut in with that scene. Yeah. Just randomly. Like, at the very end, like at the climax, you randomly cut. Like, what are you guys doing there when you should be out there with the rest of the gang? You're just hanging out down there beating axes together. For what? Why? What part of ritual is this? Is this like the start of the meeting? All right. Everybody, thanks for coming to, to the axe meeting. For the first five minutes, we must beat our axes together. Yeah, they're, they're just there for the music. Oh, that. King, king. Yeah. <laughs> Weird axe people. All right. Some weird axe people, dude. <laughs> uh, so the, the biker pulls up to this grocery store and parks in a handicapped spot, dude. What so that, that's dick. when you know this is definitely not the hero of our movie. This is not a good guy right here. He goes into the supermarket, thus giving him his character's name, Supermarket Killer. That's what he's credited as. Really? Yeah, they got really, uh, really in-depth. They, they really... 
wrote out this guy as a character and and, and reached for some depth here. You can tell who wrote the fucking screenplay. <laughs> the supermarket killer. Um, this was the Marco Rodriguez is the actor. He'd done a lot of TV. Basically, he's one of those other guys that's done at least one episode of everything. That's You've been seen on him TV. somewhere. Yeah, since the 70s. I thought he looked like uh, Edward James Almost there for a moment. Almost? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Edward James Almost, too. Uh, Edward James? I don't know any Edward yeah, James. Edward almost? James almost what? What did almost he almost what? do? Yeah, but what did he almost do? <laughs> waka waka. Yeah. That's the kind of comedy you're going to get it from the rewatch that's right. party. <laughs> that's what you can expect here at the rewatch party. Call and make your donations now. That's right. Uh, but uh, Marco Rodriguez here is also in The Crow, which is coming up soon in the rewatch. That Brandon oh. Lee picture. He's in High School High. Uh, John Lovett's comedy. It was terrible. Uh, yeah, I mean, I picture his face because he's an older guy now, but... He's still working. He's just one of those. If you've ever watched that documentary, like I know that voice or, or you're that guy, it's, I think that's what it's called essentially. But it's about like character actors that you've like you've seen, but you don't oh, really yeah. know who their names are or what they're. Yeah, you've just seen them somewhere. You see them all the damn time, and they're just constant workers. You know, you're right. Not because we have the movie playing in the background. He does look like the first Blade Runner era. Edward James Olman. That's right. <laughs> but instead of an origami chicken, he pulls out a shotgun and starts blasting. <laughs> Just fucking laying waste so anyway, to people. So anyway, starts blasting. So anyway, I started blasting. Um, so this movie was heavily edited to avoid NC-17. Oh, really? Due to violence. Yeah, lots of nudity and gore. Uh, yeah, they had cut out a lot of, of violent deaths. And this this scene, the supermarket shootout, is all all sorts of choppy. Because they cut out like some serious violent gory shit. It's a lot of continuity error. Too, oh yeah, because this. this movie was hacked to pieces. I think I, in, to get down to an as R. Well, but like when he was shooting things and how you know it was like shopping carts just jumped up out of the sky when he shot down at yeah. them. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking, okay, you're, you're right. Just that, making it exciting, I guess, but. Make it look real. Like he shoots this guy in the back and then he falls, he gets a little stumbled and then he shoots him again. But then the guy jumps sideways instead of like falling forward or whatever, away, you know, with the momentum of the bullet, he goes like, well, he clips him 90 sign, degrees you know? over. Well, he, cl- he still shoots him this way, but he like jumps this yeah, way. He does a 90 degree jump. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't explain. It's, it's 80s physics, man. Physics were different in the eighties. I, you know, I took it as it is. It was, it's, it's going to yeah. have those all over the place. I, I mean, like, like you're saying, we're in a movie where if you shoot a shopping cart, it jumps in the air. So, uh, we're 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 going with like Looney Tunes physics. I ain't I mad at it. Uh, so now the cops are outside and they're trying to to reason with him, right? We got to negotiate. One of the cops is is Captain Sears, played by Art Lefleur. 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 He uh, is most recognizable. He was the Babe in the Sandlot. Remember the Sandlot, the kid baseball movie. He played Babe Ruth in that. Uh, do you don't I'm waiting see for recognition? Ruth, do you? Yeah, he visits the main kid in a dream. He's like a little oh, dream right, sequence that comes that's in. Right. He's like, you got to go get the baseball kid because something, I was drunk something, something, Babe Ruth, yeah. I fucked so many bitches. I remember this time, me, I was blackout drunk fucking this prostitute. I still beat all those blackies on the field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, that's pretty verbatim. Um, <laughs> he came to me in a dream and told me that. I'm sure he did come to you in a dream. Mm-hmm. Aww. Aww. Anyway, anyway, he says we got to take back control. And the other cop's like, what control? When did we ever have that? 
So the killer gets this guy up. He gets one of the hostages up. He's like, hey, man, you can go. You're free. You're free, yeah. man. Just go. You're cool. And the guy's like, all right, thanks. I'm sure he was there with someone. Like, he was probably shopping with his girlfriend. He's like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I'm out. And he starts Call running. Call me. Yeah. Uh, but if you've ever seen a movie, you know that this isn't. Yeah. Nah, it's nah, not going to work out. This guy movie. obviously does not watch movies because he believes it. So anyway, oh shit! You call him the Cobra? Yeah. <laughs> so the guy uh, gets blasted, and yeah, they're like, "Okay, we got to call him the Cobra." So up pulls this like, oh here he goes, about to shoot the guy that he's letting free, and blammo! Shotgun to the back, and then, turns back. And then he goes, yeah. Then second shot sends him sideways into a Christmas tree. Uh, so they call the Cobra, and we get now. The, this is obviously a Christmas movie because we just yeah, saw right? Christmas, See? Stuff. Christmas. Yep. Yeah. Obviously, it's the greatest Christmas movie of our time. Well, no, Die well, Hard. Yeah. Or <laughs> Die Hard Two. But it's or, no Die Hard. Or Lethal Weapon One. Or Home Alone. It's in the top seven. Or man, fuck Home Alone. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah, fuck Grinch. We've got fucking Cobra. Cobra. Fucking Cobra. Very Cobra. So then we get the car, the fucking car, right? Okay. So growing up, my brother, my older brother chose things that he liked simply based on the vehicle in it. We loved the A-Team. We, we, he did. So as a younger brother, of course, I did too. But A-Team because of the van. Uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters had a cool vehicle. Starsky Turtles. and Hutch had a cool vehicle. Uh, fucking the Dukes. Dukes of Hazard mm-hmm. had the General Lee. All you know? about the car, their vehicle. It was just any, all about whatever vehicle. So he loved Cobra because of this 1950 Mercury that he cruises around it's in. pretty sweet. Like... And Bullet, the Steve McQueen movie, all because of the fucking Mustang chasing at the beginning through the streets of San Francisco, up and down the hills and shit. Mm-hmm. Purely about the cars. He could fast forward through the rest of the movie or show, whatever. He didn't give a fuck. Just, he, like, he's a he's a gearhead, I guess. All right. Um, so, I always enjoyed this movie. This is always a favorite Stallone of mine, just because my older brother was all about it. And he he didn't give a flying fuck about the plot or slasher after the wreck that comes up later, spoiler alert, he probably always stopped the movie. He might have never seen the end of this, honestly. <laughs> that car's done. All right. I'm over it. <laughs> Next movie. Yeah. Uh, so he has a license plate on it that says, Awesome 50. Awesome 5 Yeah, because it's a 19, 1950 that. Mercury, so Awesome 50. Uh, Hi, welcome okay. to the DMV. What can I get you? License plate says Awesome 50. Uh, so uh, it's a... W E S O M E. Yeah. Five. That's too many. That's too many. Wait, you, then we take out the middle E. Okay. So yeah. we got. A W S O M E five zero. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Here, it'll be $100. That's, and, uh, that's fine. I'm so slow. I make that in the day. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for coming to the DMV. Cool. <laughs> 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 You could make that into a little cartoon. <laughs> yeah. uh, of course, with the super black aviators that he's wearing through the whole thing. So uh, we see him climbing out feet first, right? We got to get the feet hitting the pavement out of the super cool car. And then we pan up with the reflective shades that make me think of that uh, that South Park episode where Cartman was the cop. And then, like, they put the reflections yeah. in his aviators all the time. And a matchstick in his mouth. He's got the tightest jeans you've ever fucking seen. Oh, those were jeans? I thought those leather, were paint. Leather jeans. <laughs> might as well be. I was well looking be. for his dick. I was like, did he tuck it in? Yeah, he pulled a Buffalo Bill from Silence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. Puts the freaking lotion in the I'd basket. I'd fuck me so hard after I take a... Put the fucking lotion in the 
it's important to take care of your skin. Give me some of that lotion. I'm going to be using it. Yeah, you yeah, I'm a dick. That's tucked back. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, he looks Gross. super badass right now, right? He's he's a super tough guy. Yeah, and I that's guess. that's what he do. Uh, so he doesn't he, have a holster. He just tucks his gun right on, into dude. his fucking waistband because he's cool, man. Well, I mean, he can't like run around that much with it. He doesn't need to run. He's Cobra. And I think the he he took off the safety. Well, Sa- of course, safety always off. Safety, off. you never know when you're gonna cap a motherfucker in that split second. You gotta think. Could be a life. Could be <laughs> it could be a lie. <laughs> so he gets this bullshit briefing. One of the captains is like, "I don't agree with them bringing you in here. I want you to know that." Great, thanks, thanks a lot, Dick. That's helpful to the situation. All right, now can I can I go do my job, or are you going to keep being a fuck? No, all right, I'm going in. So he just walks in. They needed his expertise to just fucking walk through the front door of a supermarket, like. He doesn't sneak around back. He doesn't get in through a ceiling vent or anything. He just strolls right on in. Yeah, I hope there's a good special on roast beef right now. I'm hungry. <laughs> I got a goobin. Yeah, I, I, I got a goobin. I hope I got pizza triangles. Yeah, I, got a, yeah, I hope they got some fucking frozen pizzas up in here. I got some good coupons. I had the penny server yesterday. I need to use. So at the back of the store, the killer, <laughs> killer's yelling at these hostages, right? But then he sees Cobra, and so he's shooting at him. And so then he's then he's ducking around and like going down the aisles and through the freezer section to work his way back and avoid gunshots. And he's yelling out about this bomb he's got, right? But Sly, ooh, he grabs a banquet beer. I wish ah fuck, I should've I should have brought us the, the cool. That should have been the beer. The banquet beer, man. You don't get Coors OG very often. But he grabs a beer and takes a sip and then throws it down. Just because how do you get even fucking cooler? Chug a bit of a banquet beer and then just throw it on the floor with just no... Just a little bit. Yeah. Hey, Sly, how come you didn't uh, drink the whole thing? There's too many carbs, obviously. Oh, that's what I thought. <laughs> had that one sip had exactly 3.5 carbs, which is half of my daily intake. That's why I had to be careful. Well, I hear that it, that beer doesn't have as much calories when it's warm and you drink just a little right. yeah, sip well, of it. That, that's true, but you know, you got to space it out. You eat, you eat little bits... More often throughout the day, you know. So that was like my mid-afternoon snack. That was the amount of calories that I usually consume at a time. And then uh, also, also, I have a bummer I got to worry about. Yeah, so I, I, didn't, I didn't want too much alcohol in my system because I needed to be clear-headed. So I make sure that I shoot him directly in the face. <laughs> Thank you, Sly. <laughs> well, I thought you were more of a Budweiser kind of guy. But. Uh, you grab what's handy. All right. All right. <laughs> How, do you like Thirsty Goat? I never tried it because uh, that wasn't available at the time. And now that I'm in my 80s, I just don't drink anything at all. It, well, you definitely are. Instead of drinking beers, you're adding to your tit sleeves more often. I well, see. yeah, yeah, yeah. All my all my beer money now goes into tattoo money. Everyone that I've uh, regret <laughs> didn't want to drink anymore. I got a yeah. Tattoo. You see over here, I got a banquet beer tattoo. <laughs> Behind that's a butt heavy tattoo. <laughs> Behind that is Schlitz. They don't even make that anymore. You guys remember Schlitz? But that was that. Now that was a good beer. They right still there. make it, Sly. I was written, really? Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to rethink my 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 no beer drinking. Uh, dang, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm turning into Hank Hill for some reason. <laughs> All right, so he he does sneak around. He gets on the PA speaker. He's like, "Yeah, you're a lousy shot." And that's right. I'm goading you now. Goad. 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 so the killer is like again yet again hey buddy i got a bomb yeah i know you fucking said that repeatedly a killer 
I'll blow this off. Lace yeah, I love up. it. Go ahead. I don't shop here. I don't shop here. <laughs> what a great fucking line. And yeah, this is younger Stallone, so his voice isn't quite as we need to we need to be a more mid range slide, but my impression is what it is, and that's what we're dealing with. So you get what go, you get. go ahead, go ahead. I don't shop here. I don't shop here. Well, yeah. he may have enunciated God. a little more. Yeah, a little bit. He hasn't uh, ruined his face with plastic surgery yet. So you got to make sure you got to make sure to have your teeth clenched because he's holding on to well, it. Oh yeah, because you got to hold that matchstick in there. Go ahead. So yeah, he puts uh, he puts his gun in his belt again, as we talk about. Uh, it's a sign of good faith. Like, I put my gun away. Yep. Look, it's pointed at my own dick now. Uh, and the guy's like, I need cameras because he's got to talk about the new world, right? They're all part of this thing where they have a new world going on. He goes, I can't bring cameras in because I don't deal with psychos. That's I don't right. Deal. I don't deal with psychos. So now the, the killer's rant going off on his whole spiel about hero of the new world and how the fucking whole things are going to change in the fucking whatever. He slow, slides slowly Dave, pulling this knife out, right? I'm the cure. You're, oh, I talked over it. I'm sorry. He says you're the, you're the disease, and I'm the cure. Remember that, Ben? It's right. Hey, I'm in love. Said as you took my heart. Every day of a trip to fart. Thursday, we're too far apart. Friday, something. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the cure, man. Uh, so, yeah, he throws the knife into this dude's gut. Uh, expertly. Expertly. Awesome throw, right? Underhand fucking soft Right? Throw. Like, as he, like, kind of drops into a squat because the dude's turning to shoot. Mm-hmm. So, he's got to, like, make himself a smaller target to avoid the bullet, but still fucking expert underhand knife toss into the guy. He clearly does yell, drop it. Drop Very it. clearly does say drop it before yeah. he just fucking unloads. What, three, four fucking bullets into this guy? Yeah. Um, drop it! There. It's very good, yeah. dude. Like seven. <laughs> like seven. It makes me think, again, of South Park when the, it was like one of the first episodes ever where his uncle would take him hunting and they'd scream, it's coming right for us! And then shoot shit. Like, there's a random deer drinking in the river. It's coming right for us! Blah, 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 blah! As long as you shoot and make it sound like you're in danger then you're covered for blowing it away. <laughs> and that's what he's doing here. Drop it, blam! Uh, like the knife to the guy, he's already dropped it, dude. You did that with a knife to the abdomen. <laughs> I don't know, but, but he's Cabretti, so this is how he rolls. Cabretti. So he saves the oh. day, and as he's leaving, like the press is all running up, and he just, he just refuses to talk because he's too tough, man. He's not going to talk to the press. He's just walking right past him, giving him all the silent treatment. Somebody does ask if this is related to the Night Slasher, so now we get the name of our villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does get mad at one reporter saying he can't be judge and jury. You can't be the judge and the jury. People have rights. So he uh, grabs this reporter and shoves his face down on this gurney that has a dead body on it. Protection by the law. You tell that to his family, huh? You yeah. tell that to his family, huh? Yeah. What about that? But it's also funny because, spoiler oh. alert, at the end, showdown, the fucking Night Slasher's like, you can't be judge and jury. Yeah. I have rights. There's blah, 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 all that stupid bullshit. But then also Stallone ends up playing Judge Dredd where he does say, I am the law. So I don't know if that has anything to do with this. <laughs> or the law ends here. Yeah. There, there is no law. Uh, so now now here here's this. Cobra gets home, right? And he doesn't want to look around for parking because he lives in Venice, California. You've been to Venice. <laughs> I love you can't, this You park. can't fucking find parking anywhere, man. Parking's impossible. 
So he uh, he just straight up bumper kisses a car in front and pushes it. Well, he gives him the opportunity. He honks at him. Yeah. He's like, move. Fuck you. And then, oh yeah, fuck me. Fuck me. My car's from the 50s. It is made out of steel, motherfucker. This is going to win. And just pushes this guy's car out of the way and parks. <laughs> I love this part. <laughs> and then he gives him this great dressing down. This is awesome. Let's listen. What's your problem, my sissy? You touched my car, man. Ooh. He smacked that fender pretty hard. Oh, yeah. Guy's smoking, by the way. Get it, you know. What is pinche? <laughs> Grabs a cigarette. Me. Clean up your act. <laughs> Rips his shirt and just walks. Clean up your act and tears his shirt. And just straight makes this dude look like a bitch in front of his whole crew. That is so funny. Point, he takes his fucking wife beater and just rips it. Just clean up pulls your it dead. <laughs> At this point, I thought so he was funny. gonna how he took his cigarette. I thought he was gonna take the match and light it and start oh, smoking the cigarette, but no, nope, didn't happen. I mean, that would have been a "my dick is bigger than yours" move for sure. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's so but not as good as tearing the dude's wife. We well, could have done both. Could have, yeah. Grabbed a cigarette, started smoking it, and then tore the wife beater. But yeah, that just fucking not gonna punch him. Not gonna do anything. Nope, tear his shirt and then just walk off. What's like, your <laughs> problem, You pinch me. Oh God, it's fucking hilarious. Pinche. So uh, we go goes into his apartment. Got a nice, got a nice little place. Not that bad of an apartment for. I always thought pinche was a more of a, an adjective, and like you is you know it's a describing word for uh, yeah it's or like, it's a well yeah because he said pinche punto. No, he goes, uh, what's your problem, pinche? Oh uh, yeah, he, goes, he does. Pinche. Yeah, I always thought it was too like I. You know, at work, we're always like, oh, pinche Nick, oh, pinche Barry, oh, pinche, just like, oh, fucking dude, fucking whatever. Like, if you guys are Spanish speaking, and uh, can you elaborate what pinche is? It, it's what essentially it fucking. Yeah, fucking. What's Not up? like the act of fucking. Like, you didn't go, oh, we were pinche, but <laughs> it's. Pendeco? Yeah, you'd be like, ah, fucking pinche traffic. What's pendeco mean? That means very good friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ole, pendeco! Uh, our favorite at work is verga. Pinche like, verga. A la verga, which... Alo verga? A la, a la verga. Alo verga? Yes. I grew up some of the... You read that? You put that in the basket? <laughs> Push your alo verga in the basket. verga in the basket. Put the verga in the basket. So verga is a great one. Um, anyway, so now we get into his apartment. And uh, he gets out this leftover pizza. Oh, we, hey, we're getting some messages here from our Latin speakers here. Oh, yeah? Uh, from our Latin... Our Latin community? Well, actually, from Podbeam Latin. They oh. just pulled us from all, from all their stations. Because of the uh, sheer amount of swearing we've done? Yeah, they don't like the word pinche. Being That's the one. Like that. That's yeah. the one? And verga. Oh, both, yeah. So pinche verga is right out. Pinche verga. They're like, oh, get rid of these pinche vergas. Yeah. Right, well, sorry about that, Latin America. You're going to have to find it somewhere else, <laughs> Latin listeners. In Spain. Yep. Do they say that in Spain? It's pinche. I think it's more of a Mexican. Yeah. Like, it's more of a Central American. Again, if, you're, if you guys know anything about <laughs> pinche, <laughs> give us the history. You know, because they, they both speak Spanish, but drastically different, so. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we now we get the pizza scene. 
the infamous pizza scene. Now here's there's just there's so much weird about the scene, and they don't ever explain it. He goes, no. he gets a box, a pizza box that he obviously ordered from somewhere. Somewhere and instead of putting it in a refrigerator, he puts it in the freezer. Right in the yeah. freezer, and he gets an egg carton now. Uh-huh. Okay, so then he goes over, opens up the pizza box. There's one slice. You got this giant New York style pizza box huge no 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 it's a it's a personal pizza box nah that's a it's not a small one is it look at it i can't see it right now it's out of screen anyway the point is he has the whole pizza box and there's one fucking slice in it and then he gets out scissors Mm -hmm. now i don't know my wife does a lot of crafting god forbid you use fabric scissors on anything but fabric you're your life is over if you do that. So I don't know what scissors he uses, but he cuts the tip of the pizza off. Like the best part. Grabs, of the grabs the tip. Yeah, obviously the tip's the best part, just the tip. And then closes the box and throws that off to the side, the rest of the slice and all. What the fuck was the point of even hanging on to this? And then even more so, the egg carton holds his gun cleaning, gun kit. cleaning kit. Why is that in an egg carton in your fridge? <laughs> what in the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And that's it. It doesn't add anything else no. to the story. It doesn't come up it again. It never, ever comes up. What in the fuck? Well, you it- know what happened. They told him, to like, hey, Sly, we we need, like, four minutes of just anything to, to fill the time. <laughs> He's like, all right, I, uh, what's in the freezer? Yeah. Well, because he does come back to his what apartment later in the movie, so maybe there was supposed to be another scene that got cut that oh, touched also, on some of this so, yeah, as he's walking into his apartment through the courtyard, there's that grill. He puts the newspaper in there. Isn't that what he does? Like yeah. The, As oh. he's walking up. Again, yeah. It doesn't come up, but there is, you know, spoiled a alert, gardener, too, in that, a, too. A fight scene in that, uh, in the courtyard, and I'm thinking there was, like, a weapon stashed in there for whatever reason, but no, never nope. comes, comes never, into play again. Again, I don't, we don't know how much got cut out. Well, there, yeah, there's, like, 30, 30 or 40 extra minutes of this movie that are, somewhere. like, going around the cult, you know, it's cult classic stuff. Yeah, yeah, because there's, I mean, there's some ridiculous over-the-top deaths, like beheadings and shit, so maybe they touch on the, now, I, I don't own a gun. But I assume that you have stuff to clean your your gun. Do you? Mm -hmm. Is it help at all to keep it cold? Is there any reason he keeps it in an egg carton in the fridge? No, it's all just brushes and shit. The only thing there's like oil, like an oil. But you wouldn't want that cold, would you? No. So what the fuck is he doing? And also, why just cut off the? I guess again, like we were talking about, got to control your carbs. So he can only have that many calories. Just just the tip. That's all the pizza he can eat right now. Yeah, I mean, if he's trying to hide it from anybody, like if like one of his enemies found out where he lives and like don't want them to think that he's like some sort of, you know, undercover cop, cobra guy, zombie squad, that zombie he would squad. he would hide his like his gear inside weird things like Just that. Just the cleaning but stuff? But then he's sitting at a desk with all these computers and shit, yeah. and you're like, well, someone sees this with headphones and shit. You're like, what the fuck? This guy's obviously doing something weird. And yeah. It's a secret spy. Oh, and then they're going to look in there. And, and all the, of all the things that you have, what you decide to hide is just your gun cleaning brushes. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, he doesn't have a normal holster, so, I mean, maybe it's just how he... Well, I know. then he should keep it in his fucking jean drawer. This carton was handed down to my from my father. <laughs> this is what my dad did. This is what we do in the community family. So this Italian fucking man, his mom died when she saw this movie. Like, how dare you? And he's still wearing gloves, by the way. As an Italian man. One, order out pizza. Go fuck yourself. Two, 
Keep it in the freezer. Fuck yourself twice. Three, cut it up with a pair of scissors and throw the crust away. The crust is the secret of pizza, you fuck. His mom immediately died when she saw this scene. I guess so. Uh, so, yeah, he's nibbling his pizza tip and cleaning his gun, right? Now, the news is on, and they say the Night Slasher has attacked for the 16th time in just over a month. The victims are all random. There's no pattern. It's not a Ted Bundy where it's like a young college girl or anything, just whoever happens to be out and about. Um, so the method of d- methods of death are all silent instruments like claw hammer, knives, axes, they do say, where you're going... Oh, I saw that in part of the opening song. Apparently, they're used for more than percussion. Weird. Um, all right, so now we got a late night at a coffee shop, right? Uh, outside of a guy pulls a mask down over his face. The woman's leaving the coffee shop. She gets into her car, and the axe gang comes up. Uh, and this is another one, because I think this might have been the beheading that got cut for rating's sake. Okay. Like, the, the murderer here was pretty, pretty disgusting. Um, so now cops are arguing about the attack. Obviously, it's this night slasher they're looking for, but Cobra's like, well, maybe it's more than one killer. Well, they're like, oh, like shut up. Shut that up. doesn't yeah. even make any you know sense. What? I, we're, why don't you leave the detective work to the detectives yeah. and you be the fucking brute, you fucking you, you, All you are, yeah, zombie squad. You're our little grunt bitch that we <laughs> send out there when we need dirty work done. Just shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. You, otherwise, you'd be a detective, Cobra, but you're yeah. just grunt. So uh, that same detective from before was like, I don't like them. They called you in here. Just keeps talking shit to him. Just that's that's my purpose in this movie is to talk shit on Cobra all the time. That's my role. Uh, So then they're like walking down a hallway. And I don't know why this always strikes me as so funny. But the two cops are talking about how terrible he is. They're straight talking shit on Cobra. And he's like walking right behind him. (laughs) Yeah. It always strikes me as funny. That like, was the weirdest this fucking, fucking thing. guy. This fucking guy is such a piece of shit. This fucking worthless ass cop. And he's just like walking behind him, like, oh, you know, it's a living. It's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Um, so, yeah, they, this is where they say he's on the zombie squad, which are night cops who do all the dirty work that regular cops don't want to do. Right? So now we get this van, this like blue, unmarked, windowless van. Yes, very rapey. Super rapey van. Uh, and it's following this car, and it like bumps it. Oh, real quick, yeah, they're in they're in the police department, the police station, and uh-huh. just like they're at a desk, and there's two doors they go through, and then all of a sudden they're in a gun range. I never oh, knew right. that there was oh, like the gun, gun ranges just, are just right it was by really in the weird. office, yeah, just right, right there, there by the lieutenant's office. I thought they yeah. were walking to the outside, and like that's what it would look like—two doors, you know, mm-hmm. and two sets of doors, but. And then he's all of a sudden like good in his gun. I'm like, what the fuck? And then. Yeah, but he shoots like six bullets and there's only one hole because he's that good of a oh, shot. He hits the same spot every he's time. The cobra. Yeah, he's I cobra. did that in real life. Yeah, yeah I did one that. Take. I did that in the first try because I'm, I'm Stallone. Well, yeah, just, uh, it's not because I'm Stallone. It's just because how good I am. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Nick. <laughs> Piece of shit. Yeah, but you're that good because you're Stallone. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> so There's no denying it that. <laughs> so this rape van uh kind of bumps into this car, like it follows it around for a bit, uh chooses this victim at random, I guess. And like bumps her at a when she comes to a stop somewhere and she's like, What the fuck? And she gets out to be like, dude, you just ran into my car. And uh then the whole gang gets out of the van and like swarm her mm. and uh they kill her. 
of course, because that's what they do. But while they're like trying to clean up the scene a little bit, we get this lady driving by in the super sweet fucking Jeep. Yeah. And she's got fucking awesome Jeep cruises by. And we see Brian Thompson just standing there looking like the creepiest motherfucker you've ever seen in your entire life. He is still today. Yeah, super. Oh, my God. Like, you you look like a fucking mass murderer. It puts the lotion on. Yeah. You have no idea what kind of hell I can bring you. Oh, all right. And now you've got the record. (laughs) That is Brian Thompson, isn't it? That's the same guy. When I was looking at him, I'm like, I've fucking seen that motherfucker before. And then I had to look through, and I was like, that's Buffalo Bob from Joe Dirt. That's right. He is the Buffalo Bill surrogate in Joe Dirt. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's also, uh, I mean, we're going to see him quite a few more times because he's done movies with Van Damme. He's done movies with Schwarzenegger. So he he's hit all the big action heroes. He's going to come back. This is Brian Thompson. When uh, we were watching this, Lexi was like, the guy sounds like a robot. Like, he's got such a, a weird voice. It comes like so yeah. artificial. Let's well, put your fucking lotion in the basket. Yeah, but it's, I mean, you just need muscle guy. Yeah, he's muscle guy. He's definitely muscle, especially in this. Holy shit, he's muscle guy. But he's standing there and watching the Jeep drive by, and she gets creeped out, as you would, and speeds away. But they're like, get the plates, get the plates. And they get her license plate. Now, they got a lady on the inside, right? They got a lady working for the Got the a cops. cop, yeah. Uh, Officer Slate, I think. Slate? Uh, no, it was um, stock or uh, stock. That's right, stock, yeah. stock. And uh, I so, thought it was weird that her name was Stock. And we, yeah, we got because <laughs> I always wanted to call this villain Night Stalker, but it's Night Slasher. So yeah, that's right, Stock because Stock. Uh, so they find out that this lady is Ingrid Knudsen, who uh, lives in Santa Monica. Yeah. Now Ingrid here is played by Brigitte Nielsen. Brigitte. She's uh she's Dutch. Brigitte. She's a Dutch actress. At this time, married to Stallone, Stallone's wife. Oh, get out, really? Yeah. Uh, now, this is 1986, but she did the movie Red Sonja and Rocky IV with Stallone, her husband, in 85, just the year before this. Rocky IV happened in 85? Yeah. Damn, really? Mm-hmm. Four in like 10 years? Is that what it was? Nine years? Uh, of Rocky movies? Yeah. Yeah, because it went 76. Seven, they were in three-year increments, 76, 79, 82, 85. God damn. And then the fifth one was 90, and then the sixth one came out in, like, fucking 2000-something. So a bigger gap there. But, yeah, every three years he was churning those out. But, yeah, she was also in Beverly Hills Cop 2 in 1987. And then after that, man, she just plummeted. She uh, was in some reality show called Flavor of Love where she just kept fucking Flava Flav. I remember that Flava one. Flav! All the time. Brigitte Nielsen getting drunk in a hot tub with Flava Flav because you want to watch that, don't you? Hell Everybody yeah. wants to see that. Um, but she did also has since admitted that she had an affair with Arnold Schwarzenegger during the filming of Red Sonja. Oh, oh shit! The year before this, yeah. Hey, you fucked my girl. You fucked my wife. You fucked my wife. Yeah, oh. I fucked your wife. What of it? I come all over. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming with your wife. I'm coming at the gym. Well, you know. But also, again, as we talked about in Rocky Four, what happened? Dolph Lundgren punched his heart. Yeah. So he asked, he couldn't fight Schwarzenegger over the affair because, you know, he's recovering from heart moving. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> She's like uh, my Dolph Lundgren. If it wasn't for my heart being moved around, I would kick your ass right now. I want to see some Valentine's Day cards <laughs> that has, rock, you know, uh, Rocky, and it says, you, you're my Dolph Lundgren. You move my, <laughs> you you move make, my heart. You make my heart jump like Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> yeah. What are you, Dolph so, Lundgren? 
so yeah, you just like swept this, me off my feet. It, this is before Stallone and Schwarzenegger became buddies. They were like super competitive in the 80s. Hated each other, right? Yeah. I mean, they're the two big muscly action stars at the time. So I'm thinking that he fucked Brigitte during Red Sonja just as a, oh, you're Stallone's wife? <laughs> Come here. Yeah, Come here. baby. I got you. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> I guess he's like a cigar. <laughs> there's, there's, nothing that's, there's nothing that Arnold couldn't do. No. In the 80s especially. I mean, look, at he fucking went to a, another country, learned the language, became top of the world, top of the universe, I guess, Mr. Universe for an athletic thing. Then... Biggest grossing movie star. <laughs> then married a, married a Kennedy, our yeah. royalty essentially. Yeah. Then <laughs> yeah. became a fucking governor of a state. Like, what the fuck can Arnold not do? Governator. <laughs> that's right, Governor. I will fuck your wife. What have you done, Stallone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> try try we'll going take that, uh, Cobretti. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Cobret. Suck it, Stallone. <laughs> try going to Austria and trying what I did. <laughs> yeah, right. Puto. You, you go to Austria and learn German and then become famous for athletics and then a huge movie star and then marry royalty and then become a politician. And fuck try my it. wife. <laughs> yeah, and fuck my wife. <laughs> you can't do it, Stallone. No. You pussy. <laughs> Nobody can do what Schwarzenegger did. I mean, I'm, I'm Arnold. I'm Arnold. I'm no pussy. I love it, though. <laughs> I'm calming. <laughs> All day I'm calming. I want to see. So where are their movies? I know they did like Expendables together, but Expendables, are there any other they, movies they've they done together? Ex- escape Plan, but they didn't do any back in their heyday together. Yeah, that's it shame. wasn't until uh, Arnold came back to acting after being a governor that they started doing movies together. So you never got to see them in wow, their prime. Wow, I needed some money. Oh, of course he did. Lots of money. Dude, his I lost, first, lost his first few movies back were just, as just trash. He just needed something. It's too bad. It is. It I is. I had to give up my money to my wife, ex-wife, and because, I fucked yeah, my yeah, because he fucked his maid <laughs> uh, or his what was his nanny? Yeah, it was the nanny. Was the nanny. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's funny because I was just watching a Bill Burr bit about this, and uh, he's kind of got a point here. He's like going off about whores, and he's like, why? Now, 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 I'm not saying all women are whores. I'm not trying to slut shame. Dude. Dude. Yeah, right. I need more of a Boston accent. But this nanny knew his wife and his kids by the first name. And she fucked him for his money. That's a whore. She knew better. Yeah. And Arnold was it? Arnold's been on fire for four fucking decades. Nothing but fucking net. Fucking my nanny in my bed. That's a fucking free layup right there, man. That's easy. And Good. now Good. and now his career's ruined and she's fine. All of a sudden Terminator doesn't count anymore. All of a sudden Arnold's a piece of shit. I'm not buying it. That's <laughs> brutal. Yeah, it's I was like, it's a pretty, like, that's a good point. Like, yeah, he had an extramarital affair, but also are we not taking into account that this nanny, I mean, this was, he didn't rape her. This was consensual. He's just a man. Right? She knew what she was doing. And we've all seen Iron <laughs> fucking Fists. What is it? Iron... Pump, uh, pumping iron. Pumping iron, yeah. Was like, iron <laughs> pumps. Uh, iron what is pumps. It? He, he wasn't able to get to the gym that day, so he was like, oh, yeah, I, I had got, to come I somehow. Get my pump. I got to come somehow. Someday, uh, somehow I am coming. I'm coming right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm coming right now. Why don't you come over? I'll come right now. 
I have a dick, Greg. Can you come on? No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I have a that dick. Can you milk me? That doesn't work as well. All right. So, oh, my God. Anyway, Jesus. Uh, where the fuck are we? Sly. Okay, yeah. Sly's like cleaning his car in a parking lot for some reason. He just drives to an abandoned parking lot to, to, to wash his car or wax his car or whatever he's doing. Yeah. yeah. He's waiting. He's waiting on. Waiting on the other cops to show up. So, they, they pull up and they're like, hey, off the books. This is not this is not official police business. But you got to take the slasher out, dude. Dude. I know I've done nothing but talk shit on you, but we need you to take the slasher down. I mean, no one else can do it. You're 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 the best. Yeah. You're you the best and we need you to come back from retirement, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even retire. Shush, shush, shush. Just, we just, just go you. with it. Uh so Stallone has this partner Gonzalez, right? Who's like, I don't know, your, your wise cracking older Latin guy. He's Poppy from Seinfeld. He peed ah, on the couch. He peed on the couch? Yeah, Poppy. He's the one that peed on the couch? Uh, he's one of the guys. Well, he, yeah, he's one. And then he also didn't wash his hands after coming out of the bathroom. Ah, fuck those people. And then uh, Jerry wouldn't eat the, the food because he saw him like rubbing, you know, kneading dough with his hands after he just <laughs> saw him in the bathroom. He's like, I'm going to uh, make you something very special, Jerry. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> uh, so Gonzalez is like talking about how he wants to punch a hole in someone's chest and someone's like, you're too violent. And this is coming from Cobretti, the guy <laughs> known for being violent. You're too violent. Uh, yeah. I, something about you eat too much junk food. That's your problem. You need to eat more fish and rice. Yeah. And stop with all this junk food. It's all that sugar you're eating. It's all, that, the junk first food. I had all, it's all that junk food you're swallowing. Oh, shit. Try prune, something natural. Prune. Prunes. Raisin. Try fish. Fish yeah. and rice. Very yeah. good. I got your fish. This made me want to immediately go to any drive through at all. Like, <laughs> I want junk food now. Fuck you, Stallone. But that's how I wrote it in. Yeah. We had lots of sponsorship from uh, yeah, Big we Fish. Got, no, yeah, Big we, Fish and Rice hit big us up. Fi- big Fish and Rice. <laughs> <laughs> they hit us up and they said, hey, could you put us in your... Find movie? a way to make people buy more fish and rice. We're, our sales are really plummeting here. I <laughs> said, hey, why not? I can, I can make that work for you. I can make, I can make that work for you. <laughs> uh, so now we get your your standard tough guy driving alone at night montage yeah. kind of thing, right? Uh, we got a sad song going on, and I was kind of confused at first because, like, during the drum hits on the song, it's you cut going in into with robots. Robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every doom doom robots for some reason. Yeah, You're like, what the fuck are these robots doing? Uh, but they're props because our Ingrid, Brigitte Nielsen, is a model, yeah, right? Yeah, they're trying so, to cut those two scenes so together. So this is like they're slowly doing a scene change into her yeah. photo shoot here. Yeah, it's how I wrote it, dude. Yeah, so now, like, she's going to her car. It's another guy and the security guard, like, walking her to her car, right? And they get to the, the door to the parking lot. Oh, yeah. And the guy's like, no, I got, it from, I got it from here. Don't worry about it. And the security guard's are you sure you don't need security? No, 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 I got it. And then from that door over to her car, he's the skeeziest, most date rapiest motherfucker about like, look, I'd have to be crazy not to want to fuck you, right? We should just do it like for your career. Like he's basically saying, you fuck me and I'll help so your career. So that's the photographer, I think. I could help. He's pulling a Weinstein. Well, I, I made that comment. I was like, hey, I didn't know uh, Weinstein was in this movie. Yeah, right? That's, exact, <laughs> that's the Weinstein movie. Fuck me or you have no career. It's gross. You know what, games? Look. I'd be sick not to want to sleep with you. Okay, then don't do it for me. Do it for your career. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn, dude. That's so bad. I am glad that you die in this scene. 
<laughs> Fuck it's this. It's such a ridiculous line. Yeah. Don't do it for me. me do it for I'm, your career. Yeah. I'm look, I'm just trying to help you out. Yeah. I mean, he's via like, my cock. He's got good intentions here. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he just wants to help her out. Okay? I, I he wants to see her succeed. I wrote the note of fuck this guy. Wait, don't fuck this guy, but fuck this guy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I, I ask, was he not trying to help her? Uh? <laughs> no? No? Uh, I want to. Uh, I want to quit. I withdraw this. my question. <laughs> I withdraw that, and I. I, I, I also stop representing this client. I am no longer representing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Good luck, buddy. I'm out of here. Yeah. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> you fucking rapist, bitch. I'm out of here. You piece of shit. I'm oh, gonna go. Wait, this is the '80s, so at the time, I'm gonna go protect Weinstein. He's a real good guy. Because <laughs> we didn't know yet. Anyway, all right. So now the Axe Gang attacks, of course, and yes. Cosby. Oh, and Cosby, yeah. Uh, But the axe gang comes in with a bat, not an axe. I guess the reporter at the beginning did say silent instruments and listed off things. It was not always an axe. And they beat the fuck out of this dude, which is good. Like, at this point, I'm behind the axe gang. I'm with you, because beat that fuck. Fuck that guy. Uh, So the security guard does come back around. He starts shooting at them. And we get, like, I had to pause it. When the security guard gets it, because mm-hmm. yes. he's standing there shooting, and this van's driving towards him, and I mean, some Hollywood fucking movie magic, especially in the eighties, because it's not a dummy. He's standing there shooting, and the van hits him and goes straight into a wall at full speed, like just jelly turns this dude into wall jelly. God damn! I like I had to pause it and go, oh, oh my god. <laughs> I have even seen this movie before, and I still was like, oh! I love things that make me go like that. Like, God, just go, oh, holy shit! Fractures and... Definitely uh, not expecting that. Yeah, unexpected... Uh, awesome deaths? Graphic deaths. Yeah, like, I don't know how they shot that. I mean, it had to have been great editing. Like, there was a cut somewhere right before it hit the wall or something. Mm-hmm. But it's very, very convincing. Uh, so, anyway, I, she's like... Ran down the ramp a little bit, so she's like on her uh, on the ramp down to the next level or whatever, and then you hear some police sirens, so the van takes off. Look at this uh, picture of right before he gets hit. Nope, that's definitely him standing between the van and the wall, right as it's hitting the wall. I don't know. It looks like that's cut. Like that looks like uh, that's painted on on the film there. Like it's two different uh, films being put uh, like together. some class of the Titans shit going on some here, man. And we've got some claymation. Stop happening. <laughs> some stop motion security guard going on here. And then this little mechanical owl flies. In. No. Uh, oh, how about that? Oh, you got to see. Okay. Well, we'll have to do all that. on oh, after hour, we'll, we'll do that on the DL. Okay. So now, uh, she gets, or they drive away cause cops are coming. Right. So now we cut and she's, uh, kind of being interrogated. She's at the hospital. And uh, Cabretti and Gonzalez are there talking to her. <laughs> and, you know, this is where we find out that she saw the slasher. She's like, oh, like, you know, you have any enemies? You owe money to anybody? Who's trying to kill you? Why? And she does finally say, oh, yeah, this one creepy guy I saw. And Stallone turns around. Was his name Arnold? So... She she says that she did see the slasher and there were like three other people with them, but it was too dark to recognize them. But this is like, oh, you've seen the slasher. Like, yeah, finally we they, have a break. Like, they realize like, hey, 
somebody has seen them uh, and can talk we, about we it. We can do the associate. <laughs> we get like a sketch. They get a sketch artist in there and all that. But uh, stock the crooked cop. You you do get one quick cut of her like outside the windows of the hospital room. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh god damn it! Of course, of course. Now, now he goes back home. He's like. I'm going to go home and run this sketch against my, my private fucking whatever records. He has records of every creep in the city, I guess. All right. Whatever he's doing. Uh, and Gonzalez is going back to the precinct. So he gets, when he gets home this time, though, that same dude is there. But as he sees that fucking awesome 50 rolling up, mm-hmm. that dude moves his fucking car this time. Yeah, he pulls it he forward. Moves, yeah. Uh, uh, and then he's even like, okay, sir, thank you very much, sir. And all of a sudden, there's, there's no, like, up and there's, there's no accent. There's nothing. Just, yes, sir, thank you very much, sir. Okay, have a good day, sir. Yep, all right. <laughs> yeah. You tore my shirt. I am scared of you now. Um, so now it's he's... Like, now I've got to wear one of these two days a week. Yeah. You, you know, I had, I had my Monday, Wednesday, Friday wife beater, and now I have to wear my Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday wife beater all six days <laughs> because you tore it, man. And they only come in packs of three, I <laughs> <laughs> So now, yeah, the guy moves this thing, and he gets up, and he's, like, sitting in his uh, apartment, writing on a pane of glass that he has set up at his desk. Yeah. And, like, you know, erasable marker or whatever. But, yeah, just writing on his pane of glass. And he has to hide his fucking gun shit in the fucking egg Yeah, has, has to hide his gun in the fridge, but... Or his gun cleaning, but yeah, you got this fucking what? The, just a pane of glass. What is the fucking? What even is it? But yeah, well, when did he become an investigator? He was right? a zombie squad guy. He's just a just zombie squad the job guy. Done. Why, how are you the super detective all yeah. of a sudden? It makes no yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. He's yeah. almost going like Goodbye. Charlie from uh, um, Sunny. Goddamn it! Yeah, Sunny. it's always Sunny. The mailroom conspiracy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he's all hunched over with a red string everywhere. Yeah. Um, so he's writing on this pane of glass, but the slasher. Has dyed his hair. Shoe polish. Shoe polished it, and he's going into the hospital. Kills a janitor to take his clothes. Now, this is this I got a problem with because, and this has become a trope and been used as gags a lot. Like, I think family guys, and a lot of people have made jokes about how you always knock a guy out and steal his clothes, and it's always a perfect fit and whatever. (laughs) Uh, And I'm guessing this is one of the things that they're making fun of because this is Brian Thompson, as we've said, this massively huge fucking wall of muscle. <laughs> and he kills this tiny, tiny little fucking Latin janitor that's half his size, if not even smaller. And the clothes fit. And then next scene, he's wearing the janitor's. There's absolutely <laughs> no fucking way well, that he's fitting into these clothes. Well, he killed him and then got the keys to the supply closet mm. and then found a uniform. That found fit. one that fit. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that's it. They, but, they had to cut that scene out because, you know, yeah. they just ran out of time. They ran out of time. Yeah. We do make a point to <laughs> make on, sure Brandon. that you see him wearing that guy's glasses. Hey, His Brandon, buddy Holly you, glasses. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. You, got, you so, know how we do. Yeah, you know, you get the point. We do. We don't need. So we gotta. We gotta streamline this son of a bitch. Hey, you know. So he's like, in we the should L- start a band where it's just you and me, the two <laughs> slides, the two slides. Hey, we wanna play talking. a couple. We don't even play music ever. We just. It'd be funny if we we're standing there with the guitars and we're always about to start a song, and then one of us springs up, something, <laughs> and we get distracted, and we just end up Stallone talking the entire show. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> but then when it's we just sing, all bits. we sing regular, just like us, and then we ah. go. Hey, thank you very much. <laughs> People go, what the fuck is going? It's like Stained. What's, what's real and what's not? If you ever listen to Stained and you're like, that guy's got a pretty nice voice, and then you hear him talk, you're like, what the fuck? 
That does not sound like that's the voice that comes <laughs> I've, out I've, of you. I've never heard him talk, but yeah, I remember stains. Just a really on, subdued voice. Stains on the outside. He's looking in. Yeah. Uh, I can see you, see what you can. Fucking Cindy early, Lopper. Yeah, early two thousands. Yeah, Cindy Lopper. Early two thousands. Every fucking dick bag that knew three chords on a guitar had to play that goddamn stained song, and I wanted to fucking take their guitar and animal house it over their head. God damn, that pissed me off. Sounds like he's jealous <laughs> he didn't write a song that everybody does that. I mean, whatever, come man. On. Come on, jealous. man. Come on. Yeah, man, don't be jealous. Yeah, but can you play Scuttlebutt, motherfucker? No, you can't. Get over here. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Watch these panties drop now, and everybody just leaves the room because nobody knows who Stevie Ray Vaughan or what guitar playing is. I've never heard of it. <laughs> uh, so anyway. I we, knew a little Bob Seger, though. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. This next one is uh, Your Body is a Wonderland by John Mayer. Hey, I don't know no John Mayer. <laughs> But uh, so I think I'm gonna be the good. sensitive frat guy to get some college chicks off in the corner. Dude, John Mayer is a fucking guitar god, though. Man. He is, but none of the songs that guys play to get chicks are any of his guitar god songs. Are Your Body Is a Wonderland and that <laughs> god awful I want to run through the halls of high school fucking bullshit <laughs> that makes me want to put an ice pick into my brain. Whatever he did, he did it right. He got so much tail, like he's got Daryl Oates kind of a uh, Daryl level Oates, of Daryl da- <laughs> Hall's level of a. Uh, he got both of them. He got so much you have to combine Hall and Oates numbers <laughs> yeah. to get John Mayer. That's right. That's right. <laughs> they call me Hall and Oates. Unless the, uh, the Hall physical and Oates. abuse. Yeah. I was always married. I never had any uh, sort of flings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. Did he have a bunch of flings? Who? So, come on. It's nice to learn. That's so me. Uh, That's me. I don't know if he did. I, he's had multiple wives, but I don't know if he, I don't know if he whored around a bunch. He had some gumas. Come on, he was I'm Italian. Sure he did. Yeah, right. He's oh, he's the Italian stallion. Get some guma. You don't get the Italian stallion name by not, you know, romping, mounting up. That's right. There it is. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm just guma. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? So, all right. So now Brian Thompson's a janitor, and he's in the elevator, right? And this nurse comes in. She's <laughs> like, "Hey." Health codes, janitor, you got to take the stairs. And he's like pulling his knife. I was like, oh, bitch. I'm or the cargo elevator. Yeah. And he's like, I want to fucking kill you. I'll fucking shank you, stupid fuck. And then the elevator opens and she leaves. Like, yeah. Just remember like the I rules. Said, remember, take the goddamn stairs. I'm like, the dude's got a mop bucket. How's he mop bucking upstairs? You shut up. Shut up, lady. Um, so. What are you, you're for Buffalo Bob over here? Well, no, but what's he's this lady killer. talking about? What the hell? He's probably got piss all over him. Piss particles all over him. It might. And you don't need that in a hospital. Yeah. But Next time you use the stairs if you're going to piss. We've all seen scrubs. you got to have a janitor around to clean up stuff. That guy's a dick, yeah. If it was anything like him, I'd say, <laughs> get this guy off my floor. Has he ever even do anything in that? We're on season eight so far, and I don't think he's ever actually janitored. Well, every time, show. <laughs> I think every time that he tried to get him uh, like fired or something... Like, he knew about it or was there in the room or something. Yeah, the janitor's a great character. He's probably the best part of that show is yeah. the janitor. And oh, most of it... Dr. W- Cox is pretty good. Yeah, uh, but the, the guy, I can't think of his name, but the actor that played the janitor improvised almost everything he oh, did. They just kind of let him have fun with it, and he just won. Yeah, wing, I don't allow that it. in my movies. No, so that's why he... Especially if I That's why he lost the audition. He couldn't... He wanted to improvise too much, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so Cobra gets attacked at home here, right? People attack him at home, but he's he's 1986 Sylvester Stallone, so he takes these guys out, no fucking problem. Yeah. Just blows them away. A bit of a fight, a little bit of a fight, but Stallone, for a guy, 
for a guy who got famous for playing a boxer, does very little like fighting in his movies. Right. Well, he saves it for the end. Yeah, but even then, it's like more of a, they're just both holding onto the knife and grunting. Like, I think he punches them maybe four times. There's not, there's not much to it. Like, give me some goddamn fighting, you know? But he blows them away and does his thing. So now the slasher's like just killing across the hospital, just fucking taking people out. Uh, kills one patient, a nurse comes in, and she's like, wait, what is this blood? Boom, kills her too. Just fucking killing people all over and just night slashing his way around, right? And so Brigitte Nielsen somehow catches on. I don't remember how she gets tipped off, but she's locked herself in the bathroom. And he starts fucking, he pulls a shining, but he's got his knife instead of an axe, right? Which is weird because he's in the axe gang. But yep. <laughs> he's just shoving his knife through the door. And she's like, why are you doing this to me? Ah! And he's like, I got to get the opening big enough to yell, here's Johnny. This is what I got to do. Um <laughs> So, but she finally like because it's it's she an, pushes through it's to an the adjoining other side. bathroom, right? Push so there's on through to the other side, side. Uh, and she's having a hard time because there's like a bunch of shelves and stuff pushed up against the door on the other side. But she does finally get them knocked out of the way and gets out and pulls the fire alarm, which causes a panic. And pretty he smart has, move. He has to slink away. Yeah, it worked out. And all those people appear out of nowhere, whereas twenty seconds prior, she's screaming, banging, they yeah, make a lot the, of noise. Everything. Was, it was a ghost town in that yeah. hospital. Yeah. yeah, so now uh, Cobra gets the, uh, he gets the dressing down that you have to have in this when you're a cop in an 80s movie. Your superiors always have to be, you're too violent, you're causing too much damage. The, pre- the Le- press doesn't like you. That's right. I don't like well, you. You're giving us bad press and we don't have the budget to cover all of your fucking <laughs> explosions and you're awful and you're blah, 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 bullshit. And one guy's like, you have an attitude problem. <laughs> yeah, but it's a small one. Fucking god damn it. Or just a little one. So now she's getting escorted out of the hospital, right? And he she gets to ride in the awesome fifty, puts a, puts her in his car. And uh Gonzalez and Stock are in his car following, right? But they get taken out like a truck comes out of an alley and fucking takes out Gonzalez's car mm-hmm. and then follows him. So we got Slash Brian Thompson the slasher and then Stallone and the 50, and then the truck of other goons behind him, right? Little caravan going on for this chase scene. And so everybody's firing at everybody, and he pulls the old the old move where you whip around and slam it in reverse all of a sudden. So now you're racing backwards, mm-hmm. and he fucking blamos the guy, the truck behind him, takes them out real quick, whips back around, and now he's following the night slasher. It's one-on-one, right? And they, they go down this alley, and they have a full-on car fight. They are like... Punching cars with their cars. Swapping paint. Yeah, dude. Just running each other into walls and doing all sorts of shit down this alley. And But the Stallone even hits something and gets airborne a bit. Of course, bit. yep. Ramps that. That thing has got to be like three tons of steel. <laughs> yeah. You're, it ain't flying like that. You're not getting airborne in that. And if you do, it's not ending well. You're definitely <laughs> not driving afterwards. But they keep racing away, right? And they think they're getting away. They're at, they're getting away from them, but oh, what's this? I got nitrous, bitches. <laughs> and he yeah. flips the switch for his nitrous, and you're like, oh fuck, here it is. God damn, this is gonna be awesome. But all that means is then he's like driving directly behind them like he was before anyway. <laughs> so like really led to absolutely nothing. Um, so now he wrecks his car through a boat. Yep. On land. 
wrecks his car through a boat. <laughs> he some hits something you never see, gets super airborne, barrel rolls a bit, like he's twisting in the air, goes through a boat that I guess was like on a trailer up on the Yeah. In the parking lot or something. And then lands upside down, and that's the end of that fucking 50. Yeah. You're definitely not coming back from that. And uh, so... And there's no seatbelts in a 1950s. Oh, fuck no, there aren't. And they've never been required. They've always got grandfathered in. That's right. And uh, uh, he's probably pretty fucked up from that barrel roll, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. He might not be because he's the toughest son of a bitch on the planet. Well, of course. But Ingrid is fucked up. Like, I just got out of the hospital, dude. Come on, what is wrong with you? Uh, although that hair, that 80s fucking hair acted as quite a fucking airbag, I'm sure. Yeah. Keep her head from bouncing off the roof. I took care of it. Uh, my dad used to drive a 1967 Thunderbird. Nice. Badass fucking car. Yeah. But it only had the waist seatbelt. Of course. And he would get pulled over a lot for not having his seatbelt on. And he'd be like, no, just the, it's just the waist, officer. Just, just right here. Oh. Carry cool. on. Cool car then. <laughs> See you later. Never, uh, well, you've got to update it. Or, also, it's Beloit, Kansas. So nobody fucking gives a I shit. I just thought that was weird, you know, seatbelt laws. I mean, I guess I get it. But. Right. See, that's a different thing. Like, if I don't want to wear a seatbelt and we both get in a wreck, me wearing a seatbelt or not affects me, mm-hmm. not you. Yeah. It's not like saving your life or anybody else in any way. It's only myself. It's like helmet yep. laws. Right. So I guess if you want to be a fucking idiot and endanger your own life, go for it. Whatever. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought so, this was America. Yeah, <laughs> idiots so like, gonna idiot. It's different than like I keep seeing all these people with the with the mask issues. You know, uh, the fucking mask hot topic. But you know, and the people comparing it like, like it's like I don't have I don't have to wear a mask. Oh yeah, just like you don't want to see belts in your car. The difference is not wearing a mask affects other people. Yeah, the mask the isn't for you. The mask is for other people. The seatbelt's just for you. Mm-hmm. If you want to fucking risk your own life, risk your own fucking life. You wrecking that your seatbelt doesn't affect me at all if we get in a wreck. So I don't give a fuck if you wear it or not. You know. Yeah. So that's a very that's libertarian I, stance. That's of where you, I stand Nick. on that. <laughs> I, I like to wear a mask wherever I go. Yeah, if I'm out in public, I wear a mask because. Even even though I've had it, and I don't know how long my little immunity phase lasts, but that doesn't mean that I can't still have it and breathe it on people. It just means I'm okay for a bit, so I still mask, because, I don't know, anything I can do that makes other people not have to die, I feel is worth doing. Hey, well then why do you drive? It's not called purposes, they're called accidents. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Check out my new movie. Yeah. Purposes. The two slides coming to a town near you. <laughs> so any goddamn fucking way, they're they're taking her out of the city, right? Like, okay, we got to go up north. Got to go to a safe house. very, very specifically coming after her now. So if we get her out of the city, we can end the carnage in Los Angeles. <laughs> You're never going to end the carnage in Los Angeles. But <laughs> anyway, we're, we're, taking, we're taking her out. And stock is going with them. Because I don't know that stock is crooked. Our band name would be Two Sly Guys. Oh, God, that's good. Yeah. I actually want to pursue this now. Yeah, me too. Now I'm on board. Hey, guys, Show's over. Do our it. Show. Before it was just, okay, that's funny. But no, now I, now I want to do this. This next song is uh, Tom Petty's. Oh, God. but then I some, won't back down. Sometimes I do want to sing like Stallone. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I won't back down. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, bang, bang. Hey, stand me up. Get some <laughs> help. 
You just stopped me up. But he would do Boy, more William Shatner up, style, you know? Never stop. Stop <laughs> <laughs> me up. Yeah, he would. He would definitely be more of a Shatner spoken word thing. <laughs> um, so, uh, one thing we see uh, as they're driving north out of Los Angeles, we do see a bunch of motorcycles with the motorcycleists with the wrist tattoo, the. Uh, Skull and crossbones, was it? Something like that? Yeah, it was, it's, it's the signify the Whatever, cult that, that they're the, in. The, the axe gang thing, cult. the slashers. So they stop at oh, the... slashers. They stop at the Crossroads Motor Park. Yes. The. Real classy place. Yeah. It had... Uh, the. The was in quotations. <laughs> like it's the one. The it's, only Crossroads Motor Park, I'm sure, ever. Because <laughs> there aren't 20 more across I the state. I thought that was the weirdest thing ever. The. Well, there was a song written to meet meet you at the crossroads so yeah yeah but that was that's that's what the oh yeah yeah like, yeah you know i know it's supposed to be in the mississippi delta but no he really meant this motor park in the fucking <laughs> mid california this makes me only think of that guy i don't know what that was see you at the crossroad so you won't be lonely. Oh. Bone thugs. That's what it is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the fastest fucking mouth ever. Wow, you that actually guy. knew the lyrics. Yeah, did you catch that? <laughs> did you catch all that? I had to bleep out the cuss words in the middle, but there it was. I miss my Uncle Charles, y'all. That's in the song, too. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, so they're at the motor park, and they're, they're in the diner in the motor park, right? And Stallone's trying to be hilarious. He picks up this, like, big plastic cheeseburger oh yeah thing <laughs> that's like bigger than a basketball or whatever it's like this must be for a whole family <laughs> and Brigitte's like yeah must be okay how embarrassing and she has these fries and she's just like all fucking smothering these fries and ketchup and for some reason this is the most disgusting thing that Stallone has ever seen in his life he's like do you have a life preserver why? Because you, your fries are drowning over there. <laughs> and there's even times like she's eating and he even like looks down, like kind of creeps side eyes down and like the look of disgust, like he's fighting back vomit. It looks, it's so funny because that's, that's exactly <laughs> the way I look at people that do that. I'm like, now you got to dip. You put a puddle in the corner of the little cardboard yeah. basket thing and you dip. You dip them. You, you don't drown. They get soggy. Yeah, and soggy, I soggy. The ketchup gets hot. Yep, and I get that, but like the disgust. I mean, I just like you're wrong and whatever. But the disgust on his face is like it, it's so. It you, seems legit. You murder twenty people a day. Your job is ending life and seeing the meat of humans falling on the outside of bodies and blood everywhere. But ketchup on fries is the. This is what disgusts you. <laughs> and by the way, he's he's at the same in his eye shot. He can see. Oh yeah, he also sees stock on the phone. On the phone, she's always on the phone. And he's we're, not we're as disgusted just... as that. Uh, yeah. with that as as yeah, he's the fries. With the French fries, like and just that look down. And I gotta say, Brigitte Nielsen looks pretty cute in this. She, they 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 make. She's usually I don't think really that attractive at all. She's kind of weird looking, but I think she looks pretty good in this. She's a terrible actress. She's hey, absolutely. Hey, awful. what did you say? Uh, and I don't think that... I'll move her- your heart, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's awful. But yeah, the, the fucking disgust about these fries. Maybe this so, is something that happens in real life with these two, and he had to like write it in so that... Like- <laughs> yeah, but gee, I love you and oh, you're my wife, baby. And, uh, the sex is great, but we got to talk about your French fries. You got to stop calling them chips, baby. You got to stop calling them <laughs> chips. <laughs> this is America, bitch. Uh, so, but now it's the middle of the night, right? And he, he 
he's suspicious of stock because of the diner where she was on the phone. But now he sees her out on the pay phone in the middle of the night. So, uh, you know, why not use the phone in your room? Oh, it was broken. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, that's... That seems pretty suspicious. So now he's back in his room. He's sharing a room with uh, Ingrid, right? And she's in bed, and he, like, gets his whole arsenal out, and he's getting his gun together. He pieces together this huge fucking double-handled laser sight fucking automatic weapon. I don't know what kind of gun it is, but it's it's a pretty heavy piece of hardware. Yeah. Three grenades. Exactly three grenades. Well, they're expensive, Nick Ryder. You just can't go around carrying a whole fucking barrage of grenades. Come on. Also, how many grenades do you need? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, why aren't you sleeping? And she's like, yeah, I can't. I can't really sleep. Like, and, and then this this line, I think it's supposed to be sexy, but it's so fucking creepy. He's like, I can still hear. What? That your eyes are open. What? That's fucking creepy. I can still hear. God damn it, that's gross. Who can sleep? But it does work because she calls him over. She's like, get get all get all over here, big guy, into this into this bed with me. It's another good line coming up from Oh, him. sorry. Won't hurt you. I won't hurt you. They got the match in his mouth, by the way. And, and gloves. The, oh, oh the no. Music. no, no. He, he's got his gloves off. No gloves, no love, man. Yeah, I guess I'll be pretty safe. All right, which line are we going for? Yeah, that was just being pretty safe. Like, oh, I'll be pretty safe. Because, you, you know, you're so big and you're strong. Isn't well, yeah, he's, so, he's super strong. And she's a tiny little Dutch woman. What is she going to do to him? I'll let you be on top. Yeah. Now, so, anyway, yeah, they're they're sitting there and, and, and they make out a little bit. And she's, she's, I mean, she can't handle. Oh, we skipped over where they were flirting a little bit at, like, the, the trinkets souvenir shop calling him by his first name and she finds out his name is Marion Cabretti and brings it up he's like yeah I always wanted something tougher like John yeah god I wish I was waiting for him to say John but no he says like like Alice and she laughs and once you get him laughing I mean that's it that's the key to picking up chicks once you get him laughing so John apparently is like an everyman name and all these like big superheroes oh for sure but you got John Rambo you got uh, John Kimball John Kimball, John, uh, John McClane from Die Hard, yeah. John Wick, John Wick, John Matrix Johns. from Commando, just John, and John, John Wayne, which wasn't even his real name, that was just his performer name, but I that's like the he man's knew, man. He, uh, knowing that, he wrote in like that Marion name. Because I think John Wayne's actual name, Brandon can confirm this, is Marion. Ah. So I think to play off of the John thing, he chose John Wayne's name, like his... Hey, well, you know, it's, it's a tribute. Given name, yeah. You I heard believe. of a tribute, John, uh, John, Nick Ryder, John Ryder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marion Robert Morrison. See, there we go. So hey, that's where Marion came from. from I'm John smart. Yeah. There was no Wikipedia when I was growing up. Yeah, yeah, I just had to know this because I'm a film buff. You get all that from your phone there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could kill you with this phone. Uh, so anyway, yeah, they're in bed because uh, she really wants his Italian sausage in her Dutch oven. Ooh, yes. In Dutch get, oven. Get it? Yeah, he's uh, going to fart under the covers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah put, a, put a baby sausage in my Dutch oven. I don't know. It's and pretty he's dirty. Like, he's like, yeah, this is, this is the crossroads motor park, but right now it's the crossroads of our genitals. That's right. <laughs> 
You're so you. You have such a way with words. Is tonight. that poetry, <laughs> Mr. Cabretti? Is that Shakespeare? That's beautiful. <laughs> no, it's me. Yeah, no, that can't be right. that's, just, that's a Cabretti original. So now the next morning, uh, they notice stock is gone. Yeah. Not She's him. just gone. Gonzalo's still around. Like, what the fuck? What, well, this ain't good. Something's going down. Something's going down. It's like, get the fuck back inside. Something ain't right. And never like. And now that we get all of these motorcycles. Just every motorcycle in the fucking world comes riding in. Right. <laughs> it's a pretty big cult they got. Yeah, dude. This is. Following. I'm pretty sure uh, in one of the scenes you could look in the background and see a glass of water and it. You start, start shaking. shaking. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> the, the T Rex approach, but yeah. it's like well. So, also, if you if you can catch it, it's in this a certain scene where his the reflection of Cobra's glasses. You see like an eyeball. Oh, and, and then like it dilates. dilates. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, you, attention to detail. Great attention to detail. Hey, it's how I wrote it. <laughs> uh, but I feel that Stallone must have played that that target shooting game at the fair where they're bouncing around. You take them because. When they pull up and he's shooting out the window, every shot takes out a fucking biker. Every <laughs> yeah. one. Of course, we saw, I guess, at that target place right next to that dude's office that he's a he's a sure shot. Well, that's why I rooted in. So uh, now it went from the crossroads of genitals to the crossroads of bullets because these fuckers are flying everywhere. We got fully automatic we- weapons just spraying. And he seems to have an unlimited amount of oh, bullets in, oh this, my God. in this one little magazine. Yeah, so... Uh, we get a guy on the roof and he shoots up through the skylight and the guy comes falling down into the room and then another dude gets his motorcycle into the room and then he shoots him there. Uh, just places on fire, chaos, bodies, bullets. Sly starts chucking his grenades around, you know, or fucking some shit up. So now he's in the truck, right? He's in the bed of this truck. Brigitte Nielsen is driving it and he's in the back and now we're playing the Area 51 video game that's at every movie theater yes. in America. <laughs> that's right, dude. And uh, just fucking taking people out. And this, I, I do have a note, like he must be aiming off screen a lot to reload because he sure, certainly never reloads the gun. He just shoots 4,000 fucking yes. bullets at these people nonstop. And he's still taking them out and yeah, just nonstop ammo. And that music. Oh, yeah. It's super tense. Get down. Oh, wait, this is the sex scene. No. <laughs> Go through, keep going. Go through it. <laughs> Go Brady's off. Whoop. Uh, yeah, so she wipes out. He does this tough guy barrel roll. And now we're still taking out bikers, right? Still taking. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so now they're on foot. They're, like, running through this orchard-looking thing, right? Through these trees. Same orange orchard. Chucks another grenade and takes out some... He's wasting these grenades. Like, you want to wait till there's a big group of them. Like, don't waste a grenade on one guy when you could just shoot him. And, you know, he, I think he missed the opportunity, and maybe this is in the director's cut, to, like, snag a few of those uh, health uh, foods off of the tree. Oh, right. Health, health trees there for later. <laughs> yeah, you got to eat a little bit, build your... Get your points back. He, like, hands on there. You so, got to keep your energy up, baby. That's right, that's right. You got uh, yourself a stew, baby. <laughs> Here's an orange, baby. So, of course, as he's standing there taking people out, he tells her to get to the foundry because it's an 80s movie. How are you going to end it? Uh, got to be in a warehouse of some a warehouse sort. warehouse of some kind. Yep. So, of course, there's a, of course, there's a foundry next to this orange orchard. Because yeah. that's what you do. You have your beautiful orchard next to a uh, well, fucking yeah, metal foundry. You, uh, yeah, yeah, because sure. they, they work with ore. Orchard. Come on. Oh, uh, I didn't think of it right that way, there. but I am from Orange County. God damn it. I'm from Orange County, California, where there are lots of these. And I can Next tell to you, a foundry? There's plenty of foundries nearby. 
Just right there next to the tree. The it's desert. like Foundry, Wouldn't... Orchard, Foundry, Orchard, Wind Farm. Yeah. Okay. I would think that the Foundry would poison the trees a bit, like all the smoke. No, and... they make them way bigger, dude. Really? Oh, yeah. Mutated it's... oranges, huh? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Biggest oranges you've ever seen. Big as your head. It's big as your head. Uh, one, Interesting. One orange, two orange. Ah, ah, ah. All right. So now, the, now we're in the Foundry, right? And... Somehow there are still four million fucking bad guys, even though he's killed four million. Apparently, it's an eight million person gang. Um, it's a big gang. And and this point is where it occurred to me: like, I cannot believe that Stallone has kept his shirt on this entire movie. Well, uh, you haven't seen the director's cut, Nick Ryder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's not like even, a thirty minute sex scene. Like with, they, uh, yeah, they, say they make out a little bit, and then they cut. Like we don't even get any of the sex scene. Like. How does how is Stallone getting away with the movie in the eighties where he doesn't show off his abs? It's got to be in the director's cut. I can't. We gotta I get cannot our hands believe on it. it. Hey, well, look, this one's for the guys. Yeah, this ain't for the ladies. Yeah, hey guys, what's keeping you from looking like this? And that's <laughs> the thing going around the internet is always like, hey guys, what keeps you from looking like this and whatever? But I haven't seen. You haven't seen those? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. It's whatever picture from. It, it's different every time, but a picture of someone from some movie, whatever. Yeah. What's keeping you from dressing like this? And just a dude in a suit. What's keeping you from uh, doing that? So Stallone shirtless. Hey, guys. What's keeping you from looking like this? <laughs> Look at my abs. You can grate cheese on these abs. Wow. I use it to cut potatoes. <laughs> French fries. You need some more fries for that ketchup? You need some more fries for that ketchup? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, so he's going around and he's now he's like being more sly <laughs> about it. Didn't even mean <laughs> that. Uh, instead of just like showering bullets, he's like sneaking around, taking them out one by one, being a little more stealth here. As a cobra should. He's, yeah, right? You'd think cobras fucking wait and strike super fast. They don't, not a viper. Yeah. It's not a fucking, uh, what's the other one? Snake. Anaconda. Copperhead. Not a fucking gardener. Yeah, not a fucking... I don't know any other snakes. Yeah, I don't know a lot of snakes either. So now, here's one thing where he's like up on a little walkway and there's a dude below him and he shoots this barrel and gets this guy covered in gasoline and then he takes his mouth match, lights it... Off his cheek. Throws it down on the dude and burns him like, oh, there it is, Chekhov's match finally came into play. If you got a mouth match at the beginning in Act 1... Act three, mouth match has to be must, put to use. Yeah, it must be used. And it's a strike anywhere, so it's got continuity. It, uh, I, I exerb the continuity. Yeah, yeah I got to make sure for my continuitous. Come on. Nick Ryder, come on. <laughs> so now the, the Night Slasher's standing there in the middle of this place, right? In this opening, giving his big monologue about... Night Slasher! Let's all go to hell. We're going to go to hell together. We got hell on a handbasket and, you know... And, uh... You want to go to hell, pig? Keep saying pig. Calls a pig. All a pig with a pig and a pig. So many pigs. And uh, so, but then he has a line about, this is the future. No, your history. <laughs> and he's aiming. You won't shoot. Yes, yeah. Murder is against the law. Dude, I literally just killed four million people. What are you talking about? If. <laughs> He's definitely out of the loop, too, if his people are dying. Yeah. Even I have rights. Don't I? Pig. Pig. Take me in. They'll say I'm insane. Won't they? Yeah, so... The court is civilized. Get this whole monologue anyway. All right. Pig. Pig. So many pigs. You can see the spit coming out of his mouth there. 
Yeah, but I'm this not. Is where the law stops. The law stops. Yeah, that's the. That's so the uh, that's the whole thing. And he's about to shoot him, and then Stock, that fucking cop, comes out of nowhere and jumps on his back. Uh, Slasher goes to shoot, but hits her instead. So now Stock's out of the picture. Uh, now it's just them, mano y mano. Here it comes. And it's not even a fight. He comes to like bring the knife down on him, and he catches his arm, and then it's just them struggling. <laughs> Just, uh, no, you're not going to stab me, you're not going to stab me. And that, that's, that's the whole fight for like five minutes is them struggling over a knife. I find that one to be a little bit um, more realistic. I mean, just, I don't know, that, that whole thing where you're trying to hold them back, yeah. like, that's more suspenseful than like squaring up and, and, yeah. and boxing. Yeah, but give me, it's, it's the big climactic fucking fight of the movie. I mean, not everything's going to... Not everything's going to be an axe battle like Jason Momoa yeah, or something like that. You can't always have axes, I guess, but something. Like, it goes on for a long time before anybody even throws a punch. Finally, he, like, punches him in the gut a few times and makes him kind of double over, and then he fucking throws him up on this hook. Yeah. And yeah, I saw it. the hooks coming through in the yeah. scene. I'm like, somebody's dying on yeah, one of those right. hooks. Yeah, so when you first <laughs> see the slasher and he's about to start his monologue, you see those giant hooks like on this conveyor belt. That's so, what yeah. we call an establishing shot. That's exactly <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, he throws, ends up throwing Chekhov's him on the, hook. Chekhov's hook. It puts him up there like the fucking message boy in Beetlejuice. Ooh. Yeah. Remember that? The guy yeah. just yeah. walks around on the conveyor belt dropping <laughs> messages off. So, yeah, Beetlejuice is this guy. And then it goes, and he goes in and like into the smelting section, yeah. whatever. Yeah, the preheater, and then and he just catches on fire, and that's the end of the night slash. Brutal, year. brutal fucking way to die. Uh, yeah, it. I mean, impaled and still alive, and then caught on. Not even into fire itself, just something a room that's so hot you catch you fire catch by being fire. in it. Yeah, but even as a cop, you know, because he's a cop technically. Technically. He could have, like, at least killed him and then brought him in, but now he, like, literally set the no. body on fire and he's going to give up that. There goes all the evidence. Like, did you leave anything for us? Just bodies. Now you make some movies again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit, really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make some movies. <laughs> uh, They're both, like, the same. So uh, then, yeah, now now we're outside. It's the aftermath, right? G- Gonzalez is on this gurney getting loaded into it because at some point he got shot. I don't even remember when it happened. Oh, he got shot, yeah. But he's got a bullet wound, and he's like, okay, yeah, you need anything, anything I can do for you. He wants a brazen, some And he proof? goes, yeah, I want some gummy bears. Ah! They load him into the ambulance. and like, <laughs> You got it, but I'll get you anything you want. Yeah, so now now all of a sudden the upper cops, the upper tier cops that have been yelling at him this entire movie are super proud of him. Oh, what a great job. You did it. Hooray. No hard feelings. And he's like, hey, <laughs> what what can we do for you? He's like, well, I want my car back. Well, oh, that, yeah. that's not in the budget. Can't do that. Sorry. Well, thanks for nothing. Well, then fuck you. Yeah. And then the other one, the super hard ass that's been like up his ass this whole thing. This whole movie. It's like, hey, no hard feelings, right, Cobretti? Ha ha ha. And they shake hands, but then he fucking clocks him in the face. Yeah. With his other hand. Yeah, no hard feelings. But there's one hard feeling. That's a hard feeling of my fist in your face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then the guy's like, hey, can we give you a ride? And he goes, no, I got my own transportation. There's just a motorcycle there out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. I'm guessing he just took from one of the 4,000 fucking bikers he's shot. He just, yep, taking this bike now, I'm assuming. He just commandeered it. So he picks up Brigitte Nielsen and throws her on the back of this bike, and they just ride off, literally ride off into the credits. Like, as they're going down the highway, the credits start rolling, and they're riding into him. And that's uh, that's the end of our Cobra. So I guess that's... Uh, 
let's go around the, the old horn here. What do we think about Cobra? All right, well, um, in, the scre- in the scheme of Sylvester Stallone movies... Yeah, of which uh, we've not, now done two. It's not... I, I like Bullet to the Head better than this one. That's okay. for sure. Uh, and I don't even think I gave that. Did I give Bullet... Yeah, that was a three-way. That was a three-way good? That was three-way rewatchable. Okay, well, see, definitely this is not a rewatchable. Not a rewatch, no. It, it, it's not great. Um, and there's too much unrealistic kind of come on kind of things for yeah. me. And uh, I'm sorry, Sly, to tell you, but <laughs> this is not one of your best ones. All right. Fair hey, enough. Hey, Los, you better shut your goddamn mouth. Hey, man. Hey, man. It's, it's, you got to be bigger than love, you know? But I can say, man, the whole beginning shots of the the red thing should have been sly. That was I know. Should have, How come been somebody cool. else got that cool intro? It he rides. Make any sense. He rides the, a motorcycle once, and that's at the very end. <laughs> yeah, like I got my own transportation. Because, well, you got a car that fucking sweet, dude. You you can't give up on that car for a motorcycle. Guess that car was all right. A little too bubbly for me. Yeah, it was fifties, you know. Yeah. All right, Brandon. Um, I had never seen this movie before. Uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed. Watching it. All right. I um I called it pretty early in the movie that I I based my whole re my whole rewatchability on whether or not he uses that match. The mouth match. Man. Yeah. 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 Once I realized it wasn't a toothpick, because that's mm-hmm. kind of typical as well. Right. Always. It's always. But a that it was a match. I was like, well, that's a little too specific. But then again, I mean, he fucking ate pizza with scissors, and that yeah. never came into effect <laughs> either. So I was, you know, shooting in the dark. But yeah, he fucking used it. There, movie's rewatchable. Therefore, it's rewatchable. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, for me, yeah. I mean, this is another one that I grew up watching quite a bit. Uh, definitely not like my favorite of Stallone movies, but it's pretty quick. It moves really fast. If you don't mind that they just completely drop plot points and shit all over the place. <laughs> I, I mean, how long is this? Like 90 minutes? It definitely wasn't even yeah. two hours. It was a... Well, I think it, it's uh, 127. Okay. I mean, it just, and it just, it roll, it goes, it goes, it goes, mm-hmm. and uh, then you're done. And you're just like, holy shit, I just watched 4,000 on-screen deaths in 90 minutes. Sweet. Uh, some good one-liners. Uh, yeah, definitely rewatchable. Not not top-tier Stallone, but but rewatchable. Two we'll out of there. three. Two out of three. And that, according to me, looks hey, I'll, ta- I'll take it. You guys, I like your yeah. show. Yeah, cool you, guys. You, you good guys, you know. If, let me know if you start that band. I'll, I'll, I'll do a cameo sometime. Well, hey, that'd be great. <laughs> hey, I'm Lose. So that, that's it for us this week here on the Rewatch Party. That is Cobra. Cobra. If you like what you heard, tell your friends. If you didn't like it, tell us. We got a new handle. You can find us on Twitter with our new Twitter handle, everybody. <laughs> at the Rewatch Party. <laughs> I knew you can do oh, it. Oh, look at that. It's all one word. All one word. The rewatch party. Uh, as soon as I changed it, someone commented, what's their watch party? I was like, ah, oh, motherfucker. Maybe that's why we didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the rewatch party, or you can email us, the rewatch party at gmail.com. Their Join watch. us next week as we save Alyssa Milano and Arnold flips over a car in Commando. Wait, that's her? That's Alyssa Milano? Yeah. <laughs> I watched that old movie. I had no idea. Until then, I'm Nick <laughs> with Los and Brandon. And thanks for rewatching.
You sure? No problem. Her car's right over there. Okay. Well, you're in good hands. Good night. They hunted him down. You know, Colonel, we went to a lot of trouble to find you. They murdered his friends. And they took the only thing he would kill for. If you want your kid back, then you gotta cooperate. Right? Wrong. Now, somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. You're a funny guy, Sally. That's why I'm going to kill you last. Are you going to tell me what's going on or what? No. Don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. What are you doing? Helping you get her back. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you think you did. I lied. no man can survive he's the man for the job arnold schwarzenegger commando let's party do you think that he is going to give us any problems you'll do exactly as he's told Austin Wake, fellas. you're a funny guy sally that's why i'm going to kill you last 